All right, Ambush, today we are joined by Dennis Ellsworth. You may know him for some of his solo work, some of his work with a couple of other groups. Either way, Dennis has picked up 14 PEI Music Awards through over a decade inside of this musical journey, this experience, and now... Now there is a new chapter entitled The Money Go-Round, which we're here to dive into today. How's it going today, Dennis? Going great. Going great. No complaints. Ooh, I like to hear that. I like to hear that because I feel the same way, and I am very excited to dive into this new band here as well. So, of course, my first question is, like I mentioned, for those of you who do know you, Maybe they know you from your solo work, from other bands. So exactly, the first thing I'd love to know is how did this new group, The Money Go Round, actually come together? Uh, well, it's, it's a collection of, of folks that I've played music with over the years. You know, um, my last three solo records, um, the, guys, the, the guys who play drums and bass in The Money Go Round played on those three albums. Um, and I've produced a record for Katie. Uh, and Dan has been one of my musical compadres for 25 years. So, you know, we've been, we've, this is a mishmash of people that I've been, uh, sharing the musical ride with for quite some time anyway. And I just felt like it was, uh, a good idea to put a new set of clothes on, you know, on the music that I was writing and, and kind of try to give it a new spin. Um, you know, and I worked with, we, we worked with Joel Plaskett on this record and I had already worked with Joel. So it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a bit of a, uh, confluence or convergence of, you know, people from all different sides of my musical life, uh, coming together into one band. So it's, it's, and it's been really great, actually. It's very cool. Mm, awesome. So all various people from different moments, different pieces of this journey which is fantastic to hear so of course when you have all of these different artists involved in the project how exactly did you guys come to sort of settling on the band's sound well that was we just kind of left that up to uh whatever we ended up sounding like you know we didn't really try to design it too much i mean everybody has their own uh spin on things and how they want something that they're a part of to sound um we didn't really ever disagree on anything so we just we just went with the flow you know like um we and and of course a lot of the sound that you're that you've heard anyway um there's a lot of stuff that happens in the studio that kind of helps foster that sound so it's not you know when we rehearsed these songs we played them that's all we did we just kind of played them and let organic matter take over and then we got to the studio and then we just kind of went uh, a little bit deeper and we just sort of gave uh, some of the creativity to Joel and said, this is, this is who we're influenced by. This is kind of what we're going for, but we don't have to, we don't have to be so on the nose with it. In fact, we don't want, we don't want to be on the nose with it. If we're too on the nose with it, then it just kind of fails in my estimation. So we just, we needed to be careful about it, but it wasn't overwrought. We didn't kind of, 
we just let it be what it was going to be. And I think that that really paid off. Okay. So being allowing yourself to be influenced by some of those 60 sounds and otherwise, but trying to not limit yourself by sounding exactly like those, trying to allow the creativity to flow, to allow it to become whatever else it may become from there. Yeah. Love it. Well, I mean, that's, that's, there's always an element of my process anyway, that, that just lets, um, whatever course this is naturally supposed to take. I'm all, I've always kind of got a door open for that to come into the room because it's important that I don't just try to wring it, wring everything out of it or, or make it exactly the way that I want something to sound because, you know, in 20 years or even five years from now, if I do that with everything I do, I'm probably going to come back to it and, and just kind of go, yeah, I really, I really made it sound like that. Or, you know, there's going to be no mystery to it. Like, I like that. I like that there's an element of mystery in music that you just can't control. Mm, yes, it's part of the beauty, part of the magic. Exactly. That comes with music for sure. And I'd like to dive behind some of the magic of this latest single. But of course, before you guys released this new debut single, you actually played your first live show for the money go around about a month prior before that happened and it was sold out so what was it like to play a with live with this new band with these new songs and then b to do so in front of a live crowd what was the reaction like oh the reaction was awesome people were really into it um and we kind of expected people would be into it we were drawing from you know a lot of different pockets of the music fan uh, base around here in, in PEI, where we're from. So, you know, we knew that we were going to have a, a lively audience. We knew that we were going to have some young people in the audience and then some older folks in the audience. We knew that we were, we knew that we were going to be nervous. We knew that all these things were going to be part of it, but you know, it, the nerves went away after about a minute or two, once we got into playing and we had just finished recording the album. So we weren't, we weren't out of practice. In fact, we were probably at the at the peak at that point for for how we uh, played these songs. So um, going into it, it was really exciting. Um, and as soon as we finished this, the show and we left the stage, everybody just kind of said, "Well, we have to do that again as soon as possible." So we're we're we're, we're scheduling shows now um, and scheduling this this uh, release. So everything is going to start happening. We'll probably start announcing things just after Christmas. Ooh. What's going to happen next for the money go round? But that particular night in Charlottetown was pretty special. Just to jump up on stage and and uh, take this for a test drive and see what people thought of it. Ooh. Yeah, people really enjoyed it. Love it. I love it. And it sounds like things, the wheel is starting to move pretty quickly because you mentioned you guys had just gotten out of studio. You recorded the album in September, correct? Yes. Yeah. The end of September. Oh, wow. So, so straight from recording to the live stage. And then at the end of November, you finally release the debut single here for the money go round with a very cherry. I love this song. The vibe that comes with it, just the set, like the chorus itself is just so catchy. Take us Thank a little you. bit behind this song. What exactly does it mean to you, Dennis? Well, this is a song about relationships, past and present. You know, it's, it starts out with a with a past relationship. 
somebody who kind of screwed me over or let me down. Uh, and it talks about how the person who I'm in a current uh, married to um, has sort of when when I met that person, it it wept it wiped all of that other stuff away and sort of uh, paved the way for a, a, where I am now in my life. But ultimately, it's fits for anybody, you know. Like you you go through these ups and downs in your life and in your relationships, and it it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship, but you know, um, the chorus, very cherry, uh, very cherry refers to somebody who is just amazing or excellent. Um, you know, and, 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 and the song sort of talks about how this person makes everything okay, makes it me feel fine. Uh, and the chorus says, I know I won't disintegrate as long as I'm with you. You're very cherry baby. I never want to make you blue. It's very simple. It's a very simple concept. The second chorus changes, though. It says, um, and all the others imitate because they can't be you. You're very cherry, baby. I never want to make you blue. It's just a it's a it's a song for everybody uh, who knows what, you know, what love can do to your. To, to the way you feel on a daily basis uh, and just the promise of, of that love or, the, or making sure that you treat that person properly. Uh, and respect them and give them the give them the life that they that they deserve and that's a lot of weight to bear but you know there's uh that's kind of what we're all here for make each other feel better right well and i really love the way that the song puts it there because as you mentioned the song is about somebody who maybe has scarred you and as you say it's through life most of us have those experiences where maybe we have somebody who did us wrong or whatever it is and we become guarded and then you find those people that like open you up and make you realize that oh maybe i don't have to be defensive in this way or otherwise but the one thing that i really love is just that is you're very cherry i don't want to make you blue it's you've brought so much into my life that I don't want to bring you down. And that's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the sentiment. You know, and the, the song, the song takes a simple approach, but then once we get to the bridge, it talks about a, a little bit more scope to it all with, with, with you know, being a, a world of people and not just two people. Um, because I don't know why I threw this in there, but I felt like it was relevant. The bridge says half this world is tripping over hope and the other half is dumb, but they don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought that was really funny. They're dumb. They're so dumb that they don't know that they're dumb. Uh, But you know, it's a, it's just kind of a play on words really, but ultimately it does kind of half this world is tripping over hope. I mean, the world we're in right now is it's a tough one and we just want it to get better. And we don't know how to walk that line. So that's where that line came from. Uh, wow. You know, and then Joel, Joel had the brilliant idea of connecting that, that line about, and the other half is dumb, but they don't know. What he did was he said, well, why don't we put the chorus right there and jam it up against it? So it says, the other half is dumb, but they don't know. I won't disintegrate as long as I've got you. Hmm. So it kind of changed the meaning of that line. Mm-hmm. The original line stopped it. They don't know. But his his version of it was the other half is dumb, but they don't know. I won't disintegrate as long as I've got you. You're very cherry, baby. I never want to make you blue. So it just kind of turned it all back around on itself. And 
brought it back to the romance instead of the uh, apocalyptic um, effort. <laughs> well, hey, sometimes having good companionship can definitely help through times like these as well. For sure. 100%, 100%. Yeah. I mean, we all need that stuff. Oh, I love it. I'm oh. glad you dig it. I'm glad you dig the single. It's it's a it's a fun one to sing and uh and it was a fun one to write. In fact, when I wrote it and I gave and I brought the song into the band the day we the day we put it together uh for the first time, everybody just went, Wow, that song's so fun to play. It's an amazing song. And you know, like I f- kind of feel like we we just found something that is sort of like a defining piece of who we are. So every it's like a centerpiece of this band in that way. You know, everything else that exists on this record kind of is it touches on what Very Cherry is. Very Cherry is just very straight ahead, simple, kind of 60s-ish power pop style song. Um, and then the, everything else that we recorded just kind of has like a little element of of that song in it somewhere. So it's it's a nice. It's a nice centerpiece, and it was the. I knew right away that it would be the first song we we released. We had to introduce our band to the world with this song because it just kind of felt like it just felt right. Everything everything was pointing in that direction. So I listened to my gut, and now the song's out there. Hey, well, I'd say it's a very good decision. Whether it's live, whether you're hearing it on a streaming platform, I, I'm sure the song makes you want to jump up and move your feet because I I can speak from a experience myself on that one it's very very catchy it's very good listen and i cannot wait to hear what else that the money grow around has cooked up and of course on the exact same day that you released very cherry you also announced your upcoming 2020 project for the band cruising and swinging so like we mentioned earlier, the wheels in motion. You guys are moving here. Yeah, well, why waste any time? You know, I mean, it's all it's all done. We just have uh, we just kind of planning it. And I think as far as uh, as far as what comes after this, I mean, we, we we wanted to make a record. We made a record really quickly. We rehearsed the songs really quickly. Uh, everything just sort of went bam. We're a band now. We're here. Let's let's put this out why why are we waiting what are we waiting for everybody's just sitting at home you know and we're going into winter so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up winter with a brand new record for everybody and we'll give we'll probably put another single out there in the uh uh probably early february is my guess i think we'll have a second song so okay so second single on the way, like we mentioned, the new album. Of course, there's a few different gears, a few wheels, uh, cogs, one might say, in motion for this band. So lining some things up may take a little bit of time, too. But is there any other potential things that the band has maybe in the future that you could speak about? You mentioned the potential of live shows. Do you guys have any music videos potentially on the way, tours, otherwise? Um, we don't have any music videos that we have been working on, but did cross my mind the other day that we should, we should put a, a visual out for very cherry. Um, but I don't know if we will. We're just sort of flying by the seat of our pants here going into Christmas. And I'm, I've got to move actually. I've got to pack up my whole house and move to a new house right before Christmas. So everything is going to go upside down for a few, for a few days, but um, we do have some shows scheduled for 
uh, February and is there one in March? I know there's, there's, there's two in February and there's, and our release show is in, in April, April 2nd. So early April. And the album comes out March 25th. And we will probably play some song, uh, some shows around the East Coast of Canada um, around that week just to get, uh, to get out there and play these tunes for people in other markets in the East Coast because uh, we've only played the one show so far. So we're working on things. Um, we got some really cool T-shirts on the go. If, if, if you know anybody who needs a T-shirt, uh, yeah, it's... It's a, it's, it's kind of a, a throw it together at the moment situation because we're all in other projects too, right? Um, the, the, the Langell boys, the, the drum and bass player, they have a band called Absolute Losers in Charlottetown. Um, I do a lot of solo stuff. And Dan, Dan Curry, who's also in the Money Go Around, he plays in, in my other group. Uh, and then Katie, she's working on uh, a, bu- a bunch of songs that I'm going to produce. So there's all kinds of there's all kinds of like weaving in and out of this band that we're all doing. So it's, it's a bit of a, uh, a scheduling situation, but we're looking forward to 2021 to get cruising and swinging with the money go round out into the world. And just to see like what people really think of it. Cause it's something we're all really proud of, but it's also something that we made so quickly that we're, it's kind of blurry. Like we rehearsed, we rehearsed the other day for the first time in a while, and we had to remind ourselves how to play these songs because it had been a month. You know, everything happened so quickly that we're we're still catching up to ourselves. It was a beautiful experience, and anyway, I think it shows in the record. The record has a real, real vibe to it. Mm, awesome. Well, I love to hear that. I can't wait to hear the full album. And for those listening. To stay up to date, it sounds like the best way is to just go ahead and follow The Money Go Round on your favorite social media platform so that you can stay up to date with all of the cool new jams and things that are coming your way from this new band. Dennis, I have one last question for you here today. Are you ready for it? Hit me. All right. So we've been diving into this birth of this new band, growing into it, the creation of this new single, Very Cherry, and this new album. So what I would like to know now is through this process, through this time, how has it exactly helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Good question. Um... I think that this this is a this is a band through and through. You know, we're everybody's sort of a, a an equal member. We're a democratic process, which I've been a member of before. I've been in bands with that mentality, but um, this is the first one in a while that I've been in. So, uh, and and I'm so used to controlling everything. I'm so used to being um producing my own records and writing all my songs myself and and going into the studio just by myself and bringing people into the studio and telling them what i want them to play and then filling in all the color coloring it in around that so i was really um i was really excited to to go about it a different way and to record live off the floor and to let other people into the creative process so you know, because it's been that way for me for so long, it was a, it wasn't a new thing for me, but I had to remind myself how to share the experience 
with other people on an equal basis instead of sort of really being the the boss. I don't, I'm not, I'm not the boss in this band. I write a lot of the songs, but everybody's able to write songs if they want to and bring them into this, into this fold. So it's a very, um, it's a very, um, it's new again to me. It's not new, but it's new again. So I've kind of had to embrace that, which, you know, after doing it by myself for the last five years, it's, it wasn't difficult to remember how to do, but it was something that I had to, I kind of had to hit a reset button. Um, and it's, and it's been rewarding because, you know, I don't know all the best ideas. So the the people who I've brought in to be in this band or who are in this band with me, their ideas are just as welcome. And a lot of times the best ideas to, to, to make the song the best it can be, including Joel Plaskett, who we, you know, we brought in as, as the producer and essentially, I mean, a sixth member at that point, because the songs were so fresh, he was kind of guiding us and we were, we were putting all this together to, together. So it was an experience for all of us to kind of, we're all rewarded by this record because the record is the product of our uh, uh, openness to each other's creativity. So I think sharing in the creativity is probably the, the coolest reward that, that we've all gotten out of this. Um, and it's something that like I said, I kind of had to remind myself how to do it because I've just been solo guy in the studio for five years. So it's really nice to collaborate with people again like that. And um, yeah, I'm really pleased with it. I can't wait for people to hear it. Oh, I cannot he- wait to hear it myself. I'm sure the fans who have heard Very Cherry, who saw the band live, cannot wait themselves either. And I want to thank you so very much, Dennis, for joining us here today on the Desert Tiger Podcast. My pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Oh, Ambush, thank you for tuning on into this episode of the DTP with our guest today, Dennis Ellsworth of The Money Go Around. And you can find that brand new, amazing single that we spoke about today, Very Cherry, over on your favorite music streaming service. You can also go ahead and follow The Money Go Round on your favorite social media too, so that you can stay up to date with everything that's going on with this new band. With that, it's time to give some roaring DTP thank yous out. So of course, a final one to Dennis Ellsworth for joining us here today on the show. An incredible roaring DTP thank you to Carrie from Bad Parade for setting this interview up. A thank you to the audio wizard known as German from YPEditor.com for making everything sound so good. Last but not least, a roaring thank you to you, the Ambush, for tuning on in once again. If you've yet to join up with the Am, it's as easy as subscribing to the DTP. You can also help the show grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, and by heading on over to our web store at deserttigermerch.com to get yourself something to represent and support the show all right and with that it's about time that we say our bye byes but not before i tell you to a 
Tell the people you love that you love them. And B, go out and find your roar and then let it out into the world. And until next time, ambush. Bye-bye and stay beautiful. The Desert Tiger Podcast.